Hello and welcome back to the Happiness by Katie podcast with me, Katie, a certified life coach and NLB practitioner who specializes in happiness coaching. My goal is to really just help you think and be happier through goal setting, mindset shifts, habit building, and sharing everything I've learned on my happiness journey. And before getting into this episode, I really quickly do want to share that I am currently taking on more one-on-one coaching clients so you can book a free consult with the link in the description. Without further ado though, let's get into this episode. So this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, and so I thought it was the perfect time for us to get deeper into any questions you all have about mental wellness, happiness, etc. for me. So I'm just going to go through and answer the questions that you all asked me on Instagram. I wasn't able to cover all of the questions in this episode, so the next episode will most likely be a part two. The first question I got was that the idea of being happy seems so uncomfortable to me. Any advice? And I think for a lot of us, happiness sounds like the state we have to achieve. This really, really big state we have to achieve, but in reality, it's a journey. There'll be days where we won't be happy. There'll be days that are harder. But being a happy person doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. It also means you let yourself feel your sadness because if you didn't you would never truly be able to feel your happiness and in the book the mountain is you the author brianna goes in and talks about that we have this upper limit which is basically the tolerance cap for how much happiness we allow for ourselves and she goes in to say that what we are seeking in life isn't happiness but comfort and i found this so interesting and true because When it is time for us to take a risk that we know will make us happy or do something that we know will bring us joy or has this potential to change our life even, we often revert and would rather stay comfortable. And she also shares that when you've spent so many years of your life trying to get by, it is difficult to make the transition into suddenly being happy. And I think with this overall question, my advice for it all would just be to stop seeing happiness as this huge thing that has to be achieved. Take baby steps towards it. Do the little things first that bring you joy and make it easier for yourself to do those little things that bring you joy. So if you know spending time with your friends brings you joy, make time for it and find little ways to do that. If you know working out brings you joy and always puts you in a good mood, Find a way to fit it into your schedule because when we look at happiness as like this huge, huge thing and say, I want to be happy now, it can be overwhelming and scary because of this big definition we have of it in our head. When in reality, it's not just something that is automatically achieved in a second. It's little steps that you take to get there and you don't have to have it all figured out right away. Of course, you have to make the decision that you want to be happy, but instead of seeing it as a huge thing, focus on the smaller things that bring you joy. Because happiness isn't a destination that you achieve, it really, really is a journey and you deserve to be on that journey. You deserve to feel happy and it's really time for you to also tell yourself that you are worthy and deserving of being happy. The second question I got was how to deal with obsessive thoughts about past mistakes and how to stop regretting things from the past. 
And I really understand this and know how hard it is to let go of things from the past that we can't change. But when you look at it big picture, that is exactly what they are. They're things that you can't change. And so what can we do and what is in our control? And I think the first thing that is so important to do is to really just acknowledge the situation, look at it big picture, and see how you can learn from it and grow from it. Because all of these things are really just big learning experiences for us and ways for us to grow. And once you've been able to take that takeaway, learn from that experience, it's really time that you forgive yourself. We really forget that we're doing our best and whatever that past mistake was or whatever that thing you're regretting is, at the time, that was what your best was. That was what you thought was best in that moment. And you aren't perfect and you're not meant to be perfect. So we need those moments to help us grow and to help us learn. And if we were doing everything right all the time, then we would never be able to grow and learn even more. So take that time to forgive yourself. Because obviously looking back, now that you've grown, it's easy to be like, wow, I can't believe I did that thing. I can't believe I said that thing. But in that moment, that was what you were able to do that was your best. And when you see it as something that is meant for you to grow from and learn from and not something that you have to punish yourself about, I really think your perspective is able to change around it. And don't get me wrong, I know that this is so much easier said than done because occasionally I also still fall into this pattern of saying something or acting in a way or doing something and regretting it and I catch myself being so hard on myself about it. But being able to really forgive yourself is super important. And I think it also is so important to acknowledge that what is meant to be will be and things are as they are and so at a certain point you really just have to let go of the things that are no longer in your control do your best to focus on what is in your control and say okay things are just going to turn out how they're meant to turn out and i needed this experience to help me get to where i'm meant to go my last ending note for this question is that you also holding on to the past and you being stuck there and overthinking it is really holding you back from living in this moment right now and taking in everything that right now has to offer. And so do your best to focus on the things that you can control in the now, see how you can learn from it and use it to be a better you right now and remember that you are doing your best and to forgive yourself so you can move on because holding on to those grudges is really not doing anyone a favor, especially not you. The next question I got was that I seem to be a super optimistic person and how I maintain this mindset. And yes, while I am very optimistic most of the time, the truth is, is that I don't always maintain this mindset. And I think that is why I am able to stay optimistic because I allow myself to feel the negative feelings and rather than make myself feel bad for them, I remember that these feelings aren't permanent and that it's okay to feel these feelings. So 
There are days when I'm sad. There are days when I feel frustrated, but I always like to remember that this is part of life and that those feelings, again, aren't permanent. And one of my new friends, Chris Erthel, whose podcast was actually on the other day, and by the time this episode is published, it should be out, so check that out. But he shared an Instagram reel about the surfer mentality, which basically shares that there will always be another wave coming. And so whatever you're feeling is like a wave, and waves come and go. It won't last forever, but there's always another wave coming. So what life is really about is about appreciating the highs and knowing they'll come to an end, but knowing that when those lows hit, there's always a light in another high coming. And the truth is, if we never felt the sadness, we would never be able to feel the happiness. Like if life was just a straight line, we would not be able to feel anything. And so when I do feel those lows, I remind myself that the highs will come, but I also do my best to be grateful for the lows because I know how much more appreciative of the highs I will be. Some other things that really help me maintain this mindset, which I know I talk about so much, is practicing gratitude. But I think it is so important to train your brain to focus on the positives and gratitude does exactly that. And I think it is so normal to focus on the negatives that are going on and what isn't going right in our life. But when we are practicing gratitude, we're focusing on the things that are going right. And there are actually so much more than you even realize when you are mindful of it. And so starting every morning and ending every night with writing down a few things I'm grateful for really, really helps. I also think acknowledging and realizing that life is a forever growth process and we will always be growing and learning has really helped me stay optimistic because I'm always there reading new books, finding new ways to grow and doing my best to surround myself with people who are also trying to do the same. And overall, I do want to say that it is just so important to allow yourself to feel all of your feelings and not feel shameful for feeling those feelings, but allowing yourself to feel so that you can move past them. And also just acknowledging that the lows make the highs even better. And remember that growth and happiness is a journey and not just something that you achieve. The next question was how to deal with feelings of self-doubt. And wow, I just think self-doubt is something that stops so much of us from really going and living our best life, ultimately. And so that being said, it's so normal, but at the end of the day, it really is up to you to give into it or if you're going to use it as something that will make you stronger. And so first off, it's so important to let yourself feel it and acknowledge it, but then recognize that you are not your thoughts or that negative voice in your head. And something that I recently started doing is naming that voice and seeing it as a different person. So when you see those self-doubt like thoughts come up or self-doubt talk come up, you're able to be like, wait, that's not me. That is just that negative voice in my head 
trying to win. And you don't have to see it as this terrible person, but just someone who's trying to keep you comfortable rather than someone who is rooting for your growth. And so for the longest time, I let self-doubt get in the way of me going for things because I didn't feel like worthy of them or I didn't feel good enough or that I was capable of accomplishing the things that I wanted to accomplish. But you really have to remember that you are your biggest critic. And it's so important to not believe all of these thoughts and all these things that you tell yourself. I definitely think I'll do another episode going deeper into dealing with self-doubt because I think it is so important to be able to do our best to conquer it. But I just really, again, want to say that you aren't your negative thoughts and that your negative thoughts are really not even true most of the time. So do your best to not let yourself fall into your self-doubt and rather see it as something that will allow you to grow and learn and almost as a motivator not someone who is always right. The last question I want to go over is how do you keep negative thoughts out or just gradually stop thinking about them? And I think that the biggest thing that has helped me with negative thoughts is learning to reframe them. And so what does that mean? It's really about being able to see your negative thoughts in a different light and seeing what positive you can take out of that negative thought. And so while I definitely think it is possible to think less negative thoughts, there still always will be those thoughts that end up coming up. And so how do you reframe those negative thoughts? So if it's you putting yourself down, maybe you can ask yourself what qualities you do like about yourself. What qualities make you qualified? If it's negativity about a situation or you thinking of a worst case scenario, maybe you can ask yourself, what good can come out of this situation? How is this situation beneficial for me? I think it's also so important, again, to realize that these negative thoughts or negative feelings are not permanent. And as I said before, it's like a wave. You just have to ride it. And you don't need to label them as bad thoughts or good thoughts. Sometimes these are just thoughts. I used to be someone who would make myself feel so bad for having negative thoughts or I'd put myself down or consistently compare myself to other people. And of course that still comes up sometimes, but what's really helped me think less negatively and see things in a more positive light is really doing my best to focus on the good and what I'm grateful for and learning to reframe those thoughts and learning that, again, these thoughts are not always true. Just because you are having a negative thought and just because that thought is in your head does not mean that that is reality and it does not mean that that thought is true. Ending this episode off, I do just want to state that these are all my personal opinions, what I've learned, and what has just really helped me So I understand if not all of it resonates, but I'm hoping at least some of it helps you. There were a lot of questions I also loved that I wasn't able to get into this episode, so next episode will definitely be a part two of this. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me at happinessbykatie, and I can do my best to cover them in the next episode. I am sending you so much love, and I just want to remind you to take care of yourself a little extra this month.